Good morning and welcome to Inspired Your Grown-Up Girl Talk. This is episode 16. I'm Stacy Fleece. I'm here with Samantha Tobelius and Jennifer Tovani. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Glad you're here with us. Sit back for the next 30 minutes and enjoy some raw, unedited chatter. Today, we have with us the incomparable Jen Marples. Jen, how are you? Good morning. I'm great. Thanks for having me. Hello, so hello. I, I find your career path fascinating because you, you really did what so many of us talk about doing. You left that fast-paced corporate life to follow your true passion. And now you are taking that experience and guiding others. So tell us a little bit about how you got from A to B and what it took to make that change. Okay. So my A was I am like a career PR marketing professional and um, I owned a PR firm, Coa Communications, in San Francisco for 12 years. And at the height of the success of my business and growing and clients and employees, my, I'd like to joke, my waistline was also expanding because I popped out three kids. <laughs> I went from zero kids to three kids in diapers within two years. And so as um, you all can imagine, life was swimming along for a bit and then it kind of you know, went off a cliff. And being a business owner, you know, had its own challenges. Of course, there's tons of benefits and I've worked for myself since 2003, but I wasn't able to take any time off. So I pretty much always had one foot in my business and all, any entrepreneurs out there can relate to this. And I couldn't quite walk away. So I would be like, you have like six months maternity leave and you could just like chill with your children. Like there's no chilling with children. I mean, that's a joke too. Um, but I was... <laughs> dealing with my kids and working. And I just never, I never took that time off. And so looking back in retrospect, I like fried all my pistons, like sister was burned out. Um, so it was the reality that we think we can do it all, but maybe sometimes we really can't. Do it all. Yeah. And the whole thing, the reality of doing it all is just a bunch of BS. It's like, you can't, you just can't do it all at the same time. So oh, I God, can, can we repeat that? Just hold can't say that again. Do it all at the same time. So <laughs> right there, girl, right there. Like, Underline that. Business and have all these babies and this, that, and the other. The answer is no. I mean, people do it, but you're, something's going to fail. And in my case, well, I was, my marriage was, I'm not going to say my marriage was teetering. It just, I wasn't tending to it. I mean, we were just in survival mode. I think a lot of moms can relate when your kids are young, you're just getting through every day. But my health was suffering because I was putting everybody out there. Clients had the best of me. Everybody was getting the best of me. I was getting the worst of me to the point where like, I was like iron deficient. My thyroid was off. I cracked four crowns. I had high stress. My adrenals were shot. I was just a bloody mess. But we're told we can do it all, which is again, BS. And I ran my health into the ground. And it wasn't until we left the city and we just moved north and my husband looked at me one day and he's like, you got to make a change. And I was, I knew I needed to make a change, but again, my whole identity was wrapped up in this career and this is how I operate. I was really in that male energy of go, go, build, build. Like, how can I walk away? I was making good money. We live in Marin. Like, how can I walk away from all that? You just pile all these things on until one day your body tells you, honey, you can't do this no more. You've got to take a break. And so, and that, that process, it's not an easy process, but that was also, this is a long-winded way of answering you, Stacy. This was the impetus for me to actually go out and do what I'm doing now, because if I can save one woman from going through all that I went through or help hold her hand along the way, 
then all my, that pain and suffering will have been worth it because we don't all need to be like laying on the ground, needing a three hour nap. Cause we went to lunch. Cause that's how drained I was. Like literally I would go to lunch and be like, I need to recover for three hours because I had, there was no reserve. There was no nothing. I had to put Humpty back together. So fast forward, I pulled back, which was really hard. You guys, it's really hard. I'm not saying it's easy, but if you commit to the process, it's very impactful. So, and I surrounded myself with a team. I knew I needed to talk to my therapist. I knew I needed a naturopath because my health was suffering. I talked to my regular doctors. I did yoga retreats. I did everything that could be nourishing, which I think for a lot of women feels very self-involved and like, oh God, I can't take that time for myself. A little bit indulgent for us. It mm -hmm. feels indulgent, but what it really is, you guys, it's putting that air mask on. If mom is suffering, you are suffering everybody is suffering. You think you're taking care of everybody by not taking care of yourself, but it's the act, exact opposite. I didn't have any reserves. And I felt, I mean, I could start crying thinking about the times I was like yelling at my kids to go to sleep because I had to work till 12 and I fought so hard to get my babies. And now I'm yelling at my babies because I have all this work to do. It just was all messed up. I'm guessing that yelling at your kids to go to sleep probably didn't work. Didn't actually work. It doesn't work for anyone, just so you know. Yelling at your husband and kids, like none of that works, you guys. <laughs> PSA, it does not work. <laughs> um, but again, you're like, I just have to have compassion for myself back in that time. I thought I was doing the best I could with the lack of reserves that I had at the time. And so hopefully I won't have to pay for therapy for them. <laughs> they realize that their mom was a psycho back in the day hopefully they forget i will say i think like a year ago i said mentioned something about um, my old business and they're like wait you did what i'm like oh good you don't remember that means i don't have to pay for therapy there's no ptsd there there's no ptsd so jen you've taken your pr background of building and branding relationships with clients and now you've taken this to the next level with the next version of you, which is yes. advisory and coaching business. Tell us a little bit about what you've taken from your past life and moving it into your new life and how you're helping women be their best self. Yes. So um, once I shut my business down, I enrolled myself one morning. I was like meditating and I was like coaching. It, call, it came from above and I enrolled myself in a coaching program and that led me also to yoga teacher training. So I spent about two years of kind of like self-discovery and amassing all these great- Question though, just yeah. to, to, how does the yoga and the coaching connect? I oh, know- That's a great question. Um, so yoga also just as a rewind, I've been doing yoga for 20 years. So yoga is like my, that's my happy place. That's my Xanax. That's my shard. It's like everything. Like if something's going good, I go to yoga. If something's going bad, I go to yoga. Um, there are a lot of different Chardonnay in the same sentence. Sorry, <laughs> Stacey. I said, I love that you put Xanax and Chardonnay in the same sentence. <laughs> I'm telling it like it is. Okay. Um, so to answer your question, Jennifer, being in the coaching training, I mean, coaching training also pulls, and I did this coactive um, training program, which is very intensive. It's a five-month-long program. They really, they pull, they, a lot of these coaching programs pull from like ancient philosophies and all these types of things. And somewhere in the middle of the coaching training, I'm like, I need to go, I really wanted to go deeper into yoga. And for me, I really, what I really loved was going more into the yoga philosophy. And there's a lot of these philosophies that I bring into my coaching and I can talk a little bit about those. 
Um, and the, the philosophy piece of yoga is very beautiful. And I actually want to dive even more into that as I, you know, I just am a voracious reader and learner, like never stop learning. Like that's one of my, my big things. Um, so, and they, they went really hand in hand and, and the things I do now, like you guys all went to one of my retreats is I like to incorporate all these different aspects of, to answer long winded way of answering your question, Sam, of taking what I've done throughout my career, which is, you know, consulting, I'm constantly helping people. And advising. I've always been a problem solver. And I've always had the list. I've been the gatherer of people since probably I was like 10 or 11. I remember getting my first planner. I think I was in third or fourth grade and being so excited. I have a planner. I have control. I'm going to organize things. And um, I was always that person, the gatherer of people. Um, and then through consulting, you know, with anybody who's in a client facing um, type position, we all know that our roles go a little bit deeper than just if it's helping with mortgages or if it's helping with PR or marketing, whatever it is, there's a lot of psychology that goes into it. And um, I just love, I've, I've counseled old clients to start their, new, their own businesses. I've counseled old clients, a lot of my clients have become dear friends, counseled them through, this is how you're going to do it when you become a mother. So uh, the yoga is used as a tool to get people to open up and connect with you for the uh, counseling or the, um, I don't know, you know, the yoga well, it gets them to open up and, and I mean, yes, no. And I do their bigger self and everything. I think it's a nice tool. So when I had a recent retreat, it was a nice tool to have to get everybody just to get out of their head. So one thing that, that's, that's uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a yoga girl. Um, but at that retreat, it did sort of get me in the right mindset. Yeah. Like a reset. For the next, yeah. the next steps that we were doing at the retreat. Yeah. So it was more about for that retreat it was using that tool of yoga just to get you guys to a place where we could just get out the willies get out of our head get into our body move things through our body because then I took you all through a visualization exercise so it actually allows you to coach people oh uh, yeah but I don't I don't yeah to answer your question yoga is just a piece I'll do sometimes with some retreats just depending other th okay. other events I have there's no yoga involved so it's just, it, it, I would I would characterize it as one of the many tools I have in my toolbox well, and I think too, the yogi mindset, right, is, is it's, it's, a, it's a special way of living life. And I think when you subscribe to that, you kind of go through life, you know, not necessarily imposes all the time, but it's a mentality. Um, yeah. So I think you're bringing that to your practice with, you know, helping people and, and taking this past life of branding and crazy and really... I, what I'm hearing and what I understand what you're doing is, is you're, you're helping people not make those same mistakes and also be able to guide in, in a more focused, positive way versus like most of us are totally scrambling all the time trying to figure out which direction. And, you know, a lot of it is those types of experiences gain our stripes and we need to have those experiences. But also if you had somebody in your corner like hey girl go this way don't go that way try this first i mean my god I, you would be so much further ahead i think as like any of us could say in our professional lives if we had just a little a little person helping us sometimes yeah, it sounds yeah. like it's a much quicker path to get to the finished results so that the women don't have to go through everything you went through in your transition time yeah and you know they always say it's like you teach you know what you need like to, to learn and um I'm basically creating everything to be that person that I needed when I was going through all these big changes. Mm 
I want to be that person that if you're going through a change, you want to make some different life change, business change, whatever it is. I want to be that person that links arms with you and helps you do that. And also be that person that gathers a community that also can help you get to your goals. Because I think the piece of community is really important. Um, a lot of us feel like we need to do life alone or that, oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. And actually it's like, no, no, no I don't. don't. <laughs> we're, human, we're people that nope. thousands of years, how we started, we're meant to be in community. And especially with like this last year with COVID and everything, it's been probably, and it's obviously harder to see people in person. But the beautiful thing I've realized too, is being able to do things virtually and form friendships and get people together it's a beautiful thing and we really need it and you can accomplish your goals faster a and b and i always like to say this i said when when women come together and we share our deepest truths we feel more connected and less alone totally and, and i that drum till the day i die and i don't remember what um episode we talked about but stacy i think it was the inspire or fired up episode and we had um you know, a conversation about an obligation we have to ourselves and other women to help each other grow and boost each other up and share our wins, our losses and our, you know, the things that have, have helped us. And I think that's a lot of what you're doing, but on a bigger platform to people that are not in your inner circle, so to speak, you know, in your immediate circle, we're expanding that and going to the next thing was your, um, you know, your group is, is the, called the inner circle. And, um, and so you're kind of creating this, this inner place for women to, to have that ability to share with other women that they might not know um, virtually, which is kind of cool. And tell us a little bit about that. Like, I think that's really a great value add. Yeah, no, it's so I just started the inner circle with Jen Marples and um, it's a free private Facebook group and it's going to be really monitored. So it's going to be a very safe space for all of us to come together and connect. And I'm going to add some structure to it. So I just launched it. And um, I'm going to go live on Facebook. I'm going to, I'm shooting to go live every week. And I want to share my best practices, tips and tricks on life, morning routines. Here's some tips for business. So it's very impactful. It's not just the place that's going to sit there. We're going to, and we're going to support each other. It's going to be a resource for folks. We can turn it into an accountability group. I mean, there's a lot of options within that. But the thing I found after doing events and masterminds for the last two years is that women, when they come together, and a lot of people come to these just alone. They're not coming with big groups of friends. They're like, this sounds interesting to me. I'm going to come. And because of being able to share authentically throughout an evening or a morning or whatever it is, or throughout a mastermind, ladies want to stay connected. And so I needed to, a place to put everyone. And I think this is going to be this beautiful place where everyone who is, I'm going to just say like-minded in the sense that we're like-minded, that we want to band together. Like you're saying, Sam, we want to lift each other up and be inspiration and share resources and tips and tricks on just how to live your life the best way that we can. And the one thing I, you know, I'm all about lifting each other's up. There is enough to go around. And this goes to your point of, we all need as women now more than ever to band together and link arms and do life together. And no more of this like, oh, if she does this, then there's not enough for me. No, there's plenty to go around and life is richer and more abundant when we're like, I'm hyping my girl up over here who's doing this, and I'm supporting my friend over here who's doing this. And, and that's, I'm beating that drum all the time. And that's, I mean, I am just the biggest proponent of women, and especially women if you're going out there and starting your businesses. Like, I see you, I see how hard it is. I do it, and we need to support each other. 
So I really and I think an easy way to help support each other is like, you know, you've got your girlfriend and she's got a business on Facebook or, you know, she's got a local brick and mortar store. It's like, there's so many ways to support your fellow females. And like, I too have a, a brand that's focused on, you know, celebrating women and, and promoting women. And it's like, there's not enough of that going on still, which is crazy. Um, and so anything that we can do, I think is, and I, when I met Stacy, like one of the first things I ever um, really stumbled upon when I came to San Francisco was the Skirt Network, right? Which was a place like that a long time ago um, mm-hmm. for, for us women to band together and grow and, and, you know, share our wins, our losses, et cetera. And so, you know, those little tools and steps that we take in our life to be a part of, of groups like that is, is really kind of cool. And it's not hard to support your girls. It really isn't. No, it's not. And I think um, what we might realize when we're making changes and, you know, when we're looking around our networks, like, you know, it's, not, I, I, it's interesting because we probably have all friends, like a lot of friends don't even know what we're doing. And then there's these other groups that are intimately involved and like, they're kind of like your little hype squad. And it's okay. You know, you've got people in your life for different reasons, but I think it's really important when you want to make big changes and stay committed to change that you band together and join different groups like you're saying in organizations or get a coach or get like a mastermind group or whatever it is or meet three ladies for coffee on a Friday that you know that you guys are going to hold each other accountable you're like I'm going to do this 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 that type of thing is really important to make these changes and then you know you've got this supportive community or this supportive little group that's going to keep you honest hold you accountable and like tell it like it is and you can also information resource share and it's just a beautiful thing to to witness didn't you say that the ones that are closest to you are the ones that are the ones that are not going to be able to help you i, I forget we'd had a conversation about that yes so what i found and you know you're going to find so saying you're going out and you're starting a new business you want to go out and like get super fit or you want to just really change your life and welcome in um a different type of living you're going to find that a lot of people that are the closest to you are not going to be the ones that are supporting you. And and for whatever reason, and I think the main reason is people know you, who you are now, and they kind of have you in this comfortable spot. And when you go to make big changes, a lot of times that's reflecting back on somebody else that they're not making the changes that they want to make. And sometimes that can be very provocative and unsettling for them. They resist that. Change. Who moved, who moved my cheese, right? Good book. Everybody (laughs) should read it. Sweet. So it's, 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 and you know, what I like to do is just leave with love and have compassion. Like, and I release all expectation from everybody, even the, the, the people like your mom, your dad, your sisters, you know, those are like the closest people to you release all expectation and then you're never going to have your heart broken and you just open that. But that also opens up possibility of who else you're going to be impacting. Like I can't tell you how many people have come out of the woodwork um, lately now that I've been announcing new programs and my inner circle and all of this people I haven't heard from from 25 years. And it's just, it's so touching. I'm like, great, come on in. This is awesome. So it's, if you just open yourself up to the possibility of the exact right people are going to come to you, they will. What do you see consistently from either your own experiences or your clients that as women are transitioning to their next big thing, and it doesn't necessarily have to be within business, but whatever that next big thing is for them, where are the biggest consistent log jams, hurdles, struggle points? 
Yeah. Like what I, do we, what do we need to get over to get there? Um, I think first of all, fear, fear um, rears its ugly head. I mean, for all of us, I mean, I still have my days where you can kind of wake up in fear, but you've got to, you know, set some rituals and have things in place. If it's even putting a sticky note on your computer that's saying you are a badass, then you got to. Oh, I'm going to do that today. Yes. I need that. I need that. Yes. Or if you put something on your mirror in the bathroom, like you are an amazing woman, like go you. I mean, it's, it's some simple things like this are really profound, but so many women, we're just beating each other, beating ourselves up. So I think fear and then the, um, the inner critic of just beating yourself up. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not smart enough. 20 other people are doing it. Who would buy for me or do this with me? Um, but I'm a mom. I have kids I, and my husband or whatever. And I, I don't really want to take the time to do something. We've got to get rid of all that. So those are the big ones. Um, and I think the mom guilt, so that kind of goes into all of that. If I do this, am I taking things away or time away from my children? And what I've seen and learned, like I just said before about being burned, like who's gonna wanna burned out mom who's not living in her purpose? When they have happy mom, like I'm, I'm, no, I'm proud of the example I'm setting for my girls and I involve my girls and my son can't be bothered, but I involve my girl <laughs> the things I'm doing. So even the nonprofit work I'm doing and with business stuff, I've had my tech aide be one of my daughters so they can see mom going out there doing what she loves to do and is a happy person that I'm a happy mom. They all benefit and then they're getting this great role model versus the mom who's just giving herself over to her children. They're not dumb. They can see you're not living your, your true life and that you're not happy. We've had this conversation uh, with several different guests and amongst ourselves too, just about, you know, walking the walk. And that's, I think, the yeah. best learning example that we can give to our, our kids. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to high five my girl Stacy over here because she is a woman that has raised two kids on her own. And like her kids are badass because mom is badass, right? Absolutely. And I, and it's like, you know, women. Well, only, uh, only from, I got to put the post-it note on my computer first. Hold, hold on the badass, please. <laughs> but I mean, I think it's that we as women and moms, you know, we, we beat ourselves up and we don't give ourselves enough credit. And the things that we do on a daily are what our kids see. And that's what makes us, you know, good moms, even though when we feel like we're not good moms, um, I, I could speak, you know, I've got the two little, two little crazy girls and they, you know, I watched Bardo, my oldest now, like she can like organize stuff and like put a little list together. And that's not something I've sat and taught her. It's something that she's seen me do and now she can do it. And she's 10, you know, it's amazing. Yeah. They're little sponges. They are. And so if you, you're setting that tone and they're like, gosh, mom's doing all these things and she's doing what she wants to do. And this makes her happy and she's empowered. That's going to, that's trickling down to our children. And even my son who comes and goes, he, he's, if he were, he were to pop in right now and see us recording a podcast and zoom and see a face full of women, he'd be like, Oh, mom's doing another one of her feminist things. And I'll, I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> I'm yes, like, I you am. know what, buddy? Yes, mom is. Girl power. <laughs> I'm just like, so he's being raised. And that's the other thing for our sons. He's being raised by a strong woman. And that's, he's going to be able to match that in the, the woman that comes into his life later. He's going to see what that takes. And he sees how my husband and I interact. So it's this trickle down effect that we don't even think of. You know, so that's taking, so taking it back one step. You had said, uh, you know, seeing mom or seeing seeing their mom doing what makes them happy. 
I think there's a lot of women who don't know what makes them happy. They don't know what they should be doing to make them happy. How do we find that? That is the million dollar question. So it's what is the million dollar question? <laughs> million dollar question and it's a solving the world's problems here at Inspired. But the short answer is to actually sit with yourself and take time. And so that's a lot of what I want to offer to folks through my retreats and events is to actually, you know, have a hot minute and sit down. So that's when I do my events. There's guided, it's like coaching light or it can be coaching deep depending on what event you go to. But a lot of it, you know, I'll ask these questions and I can take you through visualizations. Because it does take time, because I've done all these things myself, because you're like, oh, I've just done 100 things. You can't just sit here and go, okay, I've been doing accounting. What is it that I really want to do? It's not going to come to you like right away answering that question. So it's taking repeated amounts of time to be able to sit with yourself and get quiet and journal. Like the, the fast answer is just start a morning routine where you can sit and journal and um Ask yourself, you know, just kind of free form. And just the more you get in touch with your thoughts and feelings, I think, you know, we're all running around so fast and furious. You don't have time to think. You're like, oh, what would I want to do? I got bills to pay. I got this. I got that. So it's seeking out and with intention, putting steps in place to help you get to that point. So it's really getting the noise out of the way. Getting rid of the noise. Exactly. And it might not be even something drastic. It might just be a new way of reframing how you're living your life. And you realize my career is fine. I just need to approach my life differently. So I may be being more intentional and proactive versus being reactive. And maybe there's some things you just need to renegotiate in your day-to-day life and your day-to-day job, career, whatever it is. And then maybe add, be adding something in that's nourishing. Because again, a lot of women aren't taking time for time for themselves. So maybe it's like going away to a weekend retreat where you're leaving everyone. And those are also really empowering and impactful because you're away from all the noise. You're away from the laundry, the kids, everything where you can actually sit with you. And I know as women to be away from all your people and sit with you, like, it's how, a does thing. Feel? how does that feel? It's <laughs> a thing. break out in hives. Right? I, totally. Like, We're going to grow, grow another arm. But I think too, like this last year, everybody's had to sit with some version of themselves. Yep. Um, and really what we, you know, we, we keep discussing it, but we're all going through the motions of, of the new emergence of the people that we have now become. And yep. I think a lot of us gals have had to sit still and, and be like, oh my God, like, you know, I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. Or, yes. I want to do more of that. Or I want to start a new business or I hate my job. I want to quit my job. So I think there's been a lot of flux for a lot of energy throughout society as a whole. Um, so it's kind of, it's an interesting time for people, especially for women. I agree. And I just think the collective shift um, with everything that's happening. Um, I think, you know, everything in the world is happening for a reason. I think we're at the right time women need to stand up. We need to stand in our power. We need to support each other. We need to put ourselves first. I mean, enough with living by rules that were not made by women, especially in the corporate world. Like we, I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, there's a, uh, somebody just posted something with like Biden in the front and we've got two women in the back. You know, we've got like women are like at the highest powers of leadership now. And that is so amazing. Look what that's trickling down to our kids. And we just need to stand in and just keep going. We can't stop. It's hard. Like it's hard to change and it's hard to stand up and it's hard to be authentic. It's hard to say, to say no to people, but you've got to, we have to say yes to ourselves 
And by doing that, and this is like one of my key messages, if I can help, say you, Sam, organize a couple of things in your life and you've like reprioritized and all of a sudden you're like, oh gosh, I'm living my purpose now. That is going to have a ripple effect to how many people in your life, then they're going to feel that from you and then it's going to go on. So it's like, if we all do it, think of the great change that we could all make. I mean, women are incredible. We, we know this. And so I just, I'd like to see us locking arms and moving into the future together and supporting each other. Cause that's been my mantra always. And I will go to my grave supporting my ladies. I like that image. Locking arms, we go farther together. I mean, 100%. No, it's, it's, it's good. And I think it's good that we're, we're talking about it and we're vocaling about it. And we're not just like behind a door, you know, having coffee. I mean, we're, we're opening the door and we're walking outside and we're raising our arms and we're screaming like we're here and we are making it happen. So it's, it's really inspiring. I think on many different fronts to hear what you're doing for women and to hear your journey to become the woman who's able to then help other women. I mean, it's uh, it's some pretty good stuff. Yeah. And just remembering to breathe I think we stop breathing when we're too busy. And that for me is where yoga has come in in the past. And, you know, it teaches you to breathe and that clears your mind to think about new things and uh, new opportunities and who you really are. And so I, I do think that you bringing those two things, you know, or many things together with, you know, the breathing and, and focus on women and new life is, is amazing. Everything. Um, and then yoga with yoga. Anyway, there's eight limbs of yoga. The actual asana practice is one part of it. Breathing is another part. So I'm glad you brought that up. So it's multifaceted. Um, yeah, it's breathe. I mean, there you go. That's like, that's a hot tip. Everybody take a couple deep breaths. Ladies, breathe. Breathe and we can't do it all at the same time. Good takeaways. Good takeaways. Right. Grace. Always give yourself grace. We're all doing the best we can. Awesome. Well, we're going to take a deep breath right now and say thank you, Jen Marples, for joining the Inspired crew today. And thank you to our inspired listeners for spending time with us today. Um, we hope you pulled a nugget or two out of this chat to help you get through the week. For more Inspired, please follow us on Podbean, where you can find our new episodes every Monday at 10 a.m. We're looking forward to sharing more grown-up girl talk with you next week. And until then, be inspired.